0: I trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the love life you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 8020 Wonder Club, you need to be. The 8020 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of Season 1 in a categorized list by age and relationship status, my foundational principles in video, and a multimedia library of my content including my book, relationship evals, and much more. The best part is that you'll have access to all episodes of Season 2 the moment they're ready. Otherwise, you'll only be getting Season 2 on your listening platform once every eight weeks or so. Don't miss out. Join the 8020 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. That's the 8020wonder.club. Be consistently and successfully mindful of the best ways to make your man wonder by becoming a member of the 8020 Wonder Club. It's just 80 cents for the first month. That's the 8020wonder.club, and I'll see you in the clubhouse.
1: Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real life relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and thanks for joining us today on the
2: Make Him Wonder podcast. I'm your host, Coach Paula a dating and relationship coach. I'm also a licensed social worker and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Each episode, I talk with one real live woman with a real-life relationship problem or concern in real time, meaning whatever's happening um, is happening now. And today's guest is Jessica. And Jessica is dating She's done the rules for the past three years, and we'll get into that because some of you may or may not be familiar with the rules. Jessica wants to know how to answer specific questions she is asked on dates and the best ways to be vague. She's also curious about what it means to be charming while remaining a challenge. So, hi there, Jessica. Hi. How are you? (laughs) How are you? Good. So, Jessica, you are uh, about 40 years old? Yes. And you date men typically in what age range? Between 35 and 45. Great. And so it's interesting because you say you've done the rules for the past three years. And for those of you who may not have read my book or be um, that familiar with me, um, I became a certified rules coach Um A few years ago, and um, the women who wrote the rules, um, which is a way, a particular way of dating that um, lends itself to be very successful for a lot of women, um, they authors of the book, their book, um, wrote the forward to my book, and I'm one of their certified coaches. So while I am not a 100% and full disclosure rules coach, I'm what I call myself to be a 80-20 rules coach because I go by the particulars of each situation, each man, each woman's relationship Uh, in my coaching. That's how I approach things because there's in in life, you know, uh, making things completely black and white, normally um, does not lend itself to be the most successful. So in full disclosure, that's how I work. Now for you, uh, Jessica, because we don't know each other, tell me more about uh, your your experience with the rules and when you found it, how you started, a little bit about your background I think would be interesting in that way vis-a-vis the rules. I think I first picked
3: up the rules, um, in college, uh, in a Barnes and Noble, and I read it quickly and put it down and thought, this isn't realistic. Um, I'm, I'm never going to look at this again. And I continued to do it my way. I realized now I had no idea what I was doing and I did need it, but, um, I just continued to do it my way, and, then, and I did not know what I was doing whatsoever with men, and at 37, I was in a relationship, and the guy broke up with me every two weeks. It was going nowhere. I really wanted to be married, and um, I just hit like a low. I hit an emotional bottom, and... For some reason I was aware of the rules. I just picked it up again. I don't know why. And I started dating. I got a rules coach. I started dating. I pretty much from thirty seven till now I've been going on three dates a week without any breaks.
2: <laughs> and
3: I'm pretty dedicated to three you know, dates finding a Mr. week? Right.
2: I'm not I'm not
3: exaggerating. Paula. Now
2: are these Wow. Are these first meetings or are these actual dates? Like you've met these are, and he's asked you out like, again. These are like mostly first
3: meetings and some, you know, I've had a couple of relationships during this time too. I've had probably three, six month relationships in the three years. Okay. And outside of that, it's like first dates. you know, hmm. first, second dates, whatever.
2: Okay. All right. So I'm getting a yeah, little, so I'm a not little red flag here. Pardon? Go ahead. I, I I'm saying I'm getting a little re, a few red flags here, um, because that's of good,
3: all of. because I need help.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's great. Okay. So keep going. I love this story. So um, yeah, like a few
3: six month things, you know, kind of feeling like I'm kind of getting the dating thing and kind of feeling like I still need help. But the relationships that were six months, they probably were the healthiest relationships I've had in my life. Hmm. They were with guys that were crazy about me. And then a few months in, I would really feel like I wasn't falling in love with them. And Mm -hmm. then I would end it And I feel that I carried them on a little too long because I was so excited to finally be in a functional relationship Mm -hmm. that I probably carried it on for too long, you know? Got it, yeah. Um, And then I'm trying not to talk too much so we can get into it. But where I'm at now is I would like to get more second and third dates. Like the last couple of weeks Since I broke up with the last gentleman, um, I feel like I would like to be charming. I would like to get more second and third dates. The guys that I really like, you know, I don't necessarily think they're asking me out as much. And I get nervous and I want to be hard to get. And then I want to be charming. And it's like, like, for example, I went on a date last second meeting date with a guy last night. At the end of the date, I just felt nervous, and I kind of looked at him and smiled, and he gave me, you know, kissed me, and then I got really nervous of like wanting to be hard to get, and he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna text you like all these songs that we talked about, blah blah blah," and I just like cut him off and slammed the door and walked out, and then I was like, "Why did I just slam the door and like cut him off?" And nice. I just, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just. I don't think I'm very warm, but I don't want to be too warm. I have a lot of
2: anxiety about the whole thing. So, got it. Got it. Well, thanks for thanks for sharing that because um, you know, in the in sharing this really open stuff like you are, like last night's date, you know, that's that's not easy because uh, I'm hearing, you know, that you might be a little hard on yourself, um, which we females tend to be in this base of relationships, right? We tend to be hard on ourselves. Um, and sometimes the knowing what you know, these are, vis the rules can actually, um, be, can actually hinder you in some ways because it, it holds you back from being yourself at times. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And And like, we
3: were at dinner and I wanted to touch his arm, but then I'm like, never touch a man first because a rules coach said that to me once. And so I'm like, just like a robot, like, I feel Mm -hmm. that I have trouble with being one. One last thing and then I stop for a while, but, um, my responses are not very good. Like he was telling me, like, I'll just go from last night, um, he told me some story about meeting a guy on a plane and how he's this amazing fly fisher and he's really into fly fishing and mm-hmm. then the guy's Instagram account and I go, Is that the end of the story? <laughs> um, like he was talking about another time like he was ordering ice cream and with a friend and I was like, So you were just with another guy and you ordered ice cream together and he goes, Yeah and I go, That's weird <laughs> Oh I don't know. I just feel like all my responses are like this. They're just the wrong response and I'm just okay. mean or, or something. I don't even know what, maybe I'm insecure. I just don't know how to respond. And yeah, like who says like, he's like, oh, I have to tell you the story. And then at the end of the story, oh, and he goes, oh, and this guy had all these pictures of fly fishing on his Instagram. And I go, is that cool? <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. I just, I'm a mess. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is how I act on dates. Okay. And so if that were a girlfriend or a, a woman, those would not be your responses. is what I'm hearing that you're not yourself.
3: Right. That's a good way of putting it. Okay. And, and maybe so, is it insecurity? Why
2: am I acting this way? So I want to ask you that question. If you had to um, tell me what, what it is that is causing you to, um, act this way? What would be your answer?
3: I think that it is like as a woman and having had 37 years of being out there, you know, without the rules and being, you know, we're used so much, like we're used for sex, we're treated badly. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like, there is just like a hard side of me that kind of treats men like crap because mm. I have my defenses up and I don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to find that balance between protecting myself mm-hmm. and being soft, you know, with yeah. my words, but like hard yeah. on the inside. I don't know mm-hmm. how to do both at the
2: same time. I can only do one or the other. Okay. Okay. And so I, I, I thank you for that because it's, you, you've hit on it. And what that really is in a global sense is simply fear, right? Mm-hmm. It's fear because you don't want the same things to happen to you again. And it's, it's almost like um, the I'm going to uh, dog eat dog. I'm going to bite any man before he gets a chance to bite me. Mm-hmm. Right, and your it's a self fulfilling prophecy with the fear part of it because you are pushing um, men away with that, right? Yeah. And there's a but there's an underlying disappointment and anger, right? You're you're disappointed and a little bit upset and angry that, like you said, you've had 37 years and you've been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I'm what, very
3: yeah.
2: And you're very what?
3: I was just saying I'm very sensitive, but I feel like that's very common for girls that find the role.
2: It is. It is. And the thing that is so important to know is that you can learn to be um, open, vulnerable and soft. Mm-hmm. And still have your boundaries. Because really what it is, is the reason we're hurt in relationships is our, uh, uh, there's a number of reasons, but one of the big ones is that we lack boundaries and setting up boundaries in the beginning that a man knows he cannot cross. And if we lack those boundaries, In the beginning, we can never really set them right. And so the rules are very significant in the beginning of a relationship. However, when done in a black and white fashion, like you're talking about, you use the example of, I wanted to reach across and touch his arm, which is you, and it's soft, and it's friendly, and it's inviting, um, and you stopped yourself. Because you thought it was against the rules, right? Yes. And what did you think that going against the rules would do?
3: I would start pursuing him and he would reject
2: me. Okay, yeah. Oh. And here's, here's the, the difficult part of that is that, yes, pursuit of a man does nothing to allow the man to fall in love the way a man needs to fall in love. And because men and women love very, very differently. Uh, As you know, um, if you've read any of my stuff that um, I talk about men, um, love through wondering women love through knowing Men love through wondering. And that's a, it's an interesting concept because to women it's so foreign. How do you love through wondering? Well, if you've ever longed for somebody and wonder about why uh, he's not coming after you, pursuing you, loving you, you've loved through wondering. And it is the way men love from the outset. So we need to allow them to pursue our time, attention, and affection. And they, in the pursuing, they wonder whether or not what they're doing is working. And through that wondering is how they fall deepest in love.
3: Got it. So it's just about having the knowledge and being
2: educated and then you can trust yourself. It, it is. You, understand great. The you have to understand the concepts because when the rules are done and I'll be honest with you, I get many women coming to me after they've been with other rules coaches um, who are hardline 100% rules a la things like you can only accept a Saturday night date you cannot text in between times. You um, can go on those dates and you uh, give two-word answers. You re- remain completely vague and um, you only do that for a year without ever giving in to any kind of uh, more intimate relationship. And then after a year, you, uh, you expect them to come with you, uh, come to you for a proposal, with a proposal. And I get countless women coming to me and heartbroken that they wasted a year of their lives doing that because it doesn't work for adult men, especially after a certain age and especially in more urban areas that may work in certain instances. And there are always, you know, it works to some degree, but for savvy men who are of a certain age, um, it, it doesn't work. And I'll tell you why I believe one of, one of the reasons it, it doesn't work because a woman thinks, well, you know, he's continuing to ask me out on Saturday nights, right? Date night, so to speak. He's continuing to, to want to see me and he's okay with me not texting during the week. And then he asks me out and I go. Um, and it seems to be, uh, in a woman's mind that it's progressing. In the man's mind, it's not progressing. It's simply that um, he's getting a woman's time, attention, and affection, and we don't know what he's doing the other nights. He's just consuming her, and you know my consumer versus buyer uh, concept. He's just consuming her time because she's a pretty puppy, and it feels good to him. But if it doesn't progress um, in, in a more substantial way, a savvy, more mature man is not going to um, go from that, which is pretty much ground zero to marriage and a marriage proposal. It's extremely unlikely to happen. So what were you going to say, Jessica? Um, um,
3: yeah. So I was talking to our friend Nora and, mm-hmm. um, uh, And she was mentioning, I was just mentioning a scenario with a guy. It was a second date, and he never asked me out for the third date, and I was going over things with her. And I said at the end, he kind of said, I like you, like that. And I got nervous, and I was just kind of like, I like you too, and I ran away. And um, she kind of suggested, you know, like being uh, a little sweeter and more feminine, and saying something like, I really like spending time with you too. And I thought that was a very sophisticated answer. Because mm-hmm. She said she wouldn't say, I like you too. She would say, I really like spending time with you too. But it's more words and it's more sweet. And it's kind of like a time to connect and acknowledge and, um, I feel like this is like, I think it's like a PhD to understand how to do this. This
2: just does not come naturally to me at all. Um, You know? Right. So it's, it's, again, what's not coming naturally is the fear of doing something wrong, saying something wrong, not doing the rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when we have that fear um, and aren't ourselves, n- men have a antennae for that, and they feel that something is off. They don't know what it is, but they feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, inviting to them, yeah. right? I don't think you said anything wrong by saying, I like you too, is is perfectly fine in that instance. What I'm hearing more is the, uh, of, um, uh, when you had conversations with this man on this first date or first meeting, whereby he talked about the Instagram and the fly fishing and you said they- last night, that was last night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's a very good one as an example of he felt dismissed. He felt, what do you think he felt when you said the things that you said? I feel
3: like you summed it up perfectly when you said, I would never say that to a girlfriend. To a girlfriend, mm. I would say, oh, you're in fly fishing. That's so cool. You know, you have something to enjoy. That's great uh-huh. that you something
2: like that. Um, yeah, and that's so lovely. And your voice tone is lovely. And he would probably eat that up right
3: yeah
2: mhm so yeah. if you con- connecting to what kept you from that right it's connecting to that for fear. yourself yeah. right fear that saying how you felt or being ha- or being you would end up you being rejected down the road.
3: yeah, but it's like it's a fine line because if you're true you, you know and you're pursuing every hot guy out there, you
2: know things will not turn out great for you. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. So what I'm hearing is that you believe you have a belief for yourself that the real you If you don't have the rules as kind of this, um, mm, I don't know, these, this cage, (sighs) if you don't have the cage of the rules that you'll run amok and pursue every hot guy Hmm. and I, I would challenge that. Right. That's not realistic. No, I I mean, would is that what you would do if, in other words, if you didn't come across the rules, you would be pursuing every hot guy out there? No, I think right. that, like, I could use the,
3: you know, the knowledge that I've learned and mm-hmm. common sense will kick in based on my education, basically.
2: Right. I don't have to worry about <laughs> just, like, getting out of this cage and just going, like, completely confused. right exactly in other words it's the black and white thinking i yeah. either do the rules 100% by the book or the opposite i run amok and get heartbroken at every turn because i pursue men and i would dare say that the, that the ease of life and the truth is in the middle yeah yeah. It's not black and white, and I and that's why I don't deal in the black and white of um, the rules in the same way that many rules coaches do. And I'm not I'm not impugning that if that's what you want to do, and for some uh, um, way it works for you, then all the more power to you. But I deal with eighty twenty. If you do the rules eighty percent of the time, the twenty percent you do not will not make a difference. And um, in, I'll, I'll just say this, that because I know Ellen and Sherry very well, lovely, wonderful women who wrote the rules, and they talk about this. They say, we wrote the rules the way we wrote it, which is just, these are the rules. We're not going to tell you why. We're not going to tell you how. We're going to give you the rules and that's what you do. And the reason we wrote the books in that way is because we know women and we know that just in life, there will be times where women don't do the rules for sure because we're emotional creatures. And they wrote it that way to make a point and um, they did and it's a phenomenon And the foundational principles of the rules absolutely work to allow men to fall in love in the deepest way they possibly can. And I wrote my book for women who need to know why do they work. Why is it that these rules work so well to get men to fall deeply in love? What I'm hearing is happening for you is that there's something going on that the rules are running amok, and they're actually keeping you from the lovely, beautiful woman you are intrinsically, and your caring nature and your supportive nature. Allah, I would have said to my best friend, "Oh, that's so cool that you're into fly fishing. That's I don't know anything about that. Um, you know, that's so interesting. And let me see your Instagram on that. Wow, yeah. so cool. That's you." That's who you are. And that man has no idea now who you are and the lovely person you are because of fear of doing something against the rules. Yeah. Right? And it's uh, okay. I hear the sigh. And it's okay. Because here's one thing I will tell you about men. And I um, work in large part... In my program, and for those of you who don't know, the One Love program is my online uh, dating program. Because I assume Jessica, you're dating online, and that's how you're meeting. Yeah. Okay. And and organically too, right? But um, meeting people outside, uh, what have is you? It is easiest. However, um, you know there can be lots of issues with that. Um, and I deal in my program, Online to Never Ending Love, it's seven simple steps to digital dating success that is really important in how we present ourselves and getting off to the best possible start because the start of any dating interactions will be um, a, a kind of a a baseline for how any relationship goes from there. And I have to say that many women come to me so afraid, so, so afraid of um, doing anything against the rules um, to foster any kind of uh, dating. And when they let go of their fear and work with me, and I tell them what they can do to rectify things, and they do it, they're so pleasantly surprised. And this is because men love women. And they want their one thing about men, I can say that, um, and, and people laugh because I always say, you know, men are good for basically three things, sex. Moving heavy furniture and fixing a computer. (laughs) It's a joke because they have wonderful qualities about them that are yin and yang with us and we can love them for it. One thing is that they can be very forgiving because we're all the pretty puppies. um, I always say this when we um, when we tear up their favorite pair of shoes. They look at us and they'll be very forgiving. And, and you can rectify this if you'd like to see this man again and maybe have a second yes. try, okay? I would. And we I'm can talk about that. that. You can absolutely <laughs> do that. <laughs> so what so, would you suggest? All right, before we get to that, uh, take a break here, and um, when we come back, we'll talk
1: about that. Are you online dating or thinking about it? Go to theonelovedatingtest.com. And see where you fall on the scale of being expert, adept, or inept at capturing the interest of men who are ready, willing, and able to commit. It's fast, free, and you'll get immediate results.
2: So, yes, yeah, so now we're back talking to Jessica about how she might rectify this um, less than great date last night, right? <laughs> where you don't think he'll be uh, in contact with you again? Well, we
3: kissed at the end and he looked very happy. And then I, and then he goes, Oh, I'm going to text you all this music names and stuff. And then I go, okay. And I slammed the door. He slammed, slammed it. Like you actually, I would you say slam it? It was like a hard shut. It was like, hmm. fun and fast.
2: okay. So, um, what do you, did he, has he, uh, texted you since now? And so, but I know I'm talking to you at a different times, though. It's early morning where you are, or what do you think? It's, do you think be getting to you? It's
3: 1230, and he hasn't texted me since.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you did kiss, though. Yeah, like a pack. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a pack. Okay. But I'm hearing these, like, little things along the way, you know, like, uh, less than, less than inviting stuff to him. Right. Correct. And you're thinking, okay, so here's, here would be my, uh, recommendations for that, that you will do nothing for a a day, meaning you want to give him a day or so to follow up with you. In other words, um, we don't want to 24 hours at least. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you want to give him some time to to think about it or whatever. Um, But you can then, um, and you're going to have to do a little little fibbing here to rectify this, right? But again, um, if it can get you on track and it's not going to, it's a little white lie, so to speak, that will make him feel better and get this back on track so that you can show at least who you really are, that might be a good thing to do. That is up to you, of course. But here would be my recommendation. That after the weekend, um, because it's um, Sunday now, and after 24 hours on Monday, you would text him. And what name can we give him? Um, what do we'll call? call him? John. Okay, John. So you write... Hi, John. I wanted to follow up with you. Um I had a really nice time on uh, Saturday or whatever night it was. Um, just thinking, give me a second to think how we'll say it. Um, okay. Um, something like, and you want to put it in your words, mm-hmm. like... Um, Forgive me if I was less than, um, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, seemed less than, um, inviting or, um, or open or whatever. Um, I, I, I was not feeling well at all and I really should have just, um, mentioned it, but I didn't and. In thinking about it, I just really wanted to let you know I was really having um, a lot of pain. I was in a lot of pain, um, and um, so I wasn't myself. Something like that, and you could shorten it up. Um, but would um, if you wanted um, if there's anything if you're into do overs, uh, you could put a wink or lots of laughs, something like that. Um, I, I would I would be up for that. So okay. I know that it's not- going to feel like, Oh my God, I'm pursuing this guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And to a rules girl, that's going to sound like, Oh my God, never, you know, if he's not interested enough to follow up with me, then screw him. He's not into me and next. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's a hard and fast, black and white way of looking at it. And I don't feel that you can treat somebody like if he is a self-possessed guy, that he has other chances with other women and can date other women. He, we don't want a man that's going to allow us to treat him like doo-doo and then right. want to come after us because you were mm. not very nice in many instances, Right. You told him some of his things, well, that's weird. You made him feel not very good about his fly fishing hobby, right? Right. And just different things that throughout the night made him not feel very good about himself. Correct. And that you didn't like him, right? So Mm -hmm. if he's got anything at all going on and he has other opportunities, he's likely not going to be following up with you. Right. Right. He might, let's give him a chance to do that by not, um, uh, texting him today. Right. Right. Let's give him 24 hours. But after that, you can pay deference to it and you can even gild the lily a bit and you can say something like, Hey, sorry, if Saturday, you can make it more casual. Hey, sorry, if Saturday, uh, was kind of a bust, um, in full disclosure, I, um, Um, Was not feeling well at all. You can say something like, if you if you don't feel that's enough, you can say something like, I had a terrible terrible headache. I should have, you know, I didn't want to I didn't want to, um, you know, stand you up or not go. But in retrospect, you know, we would have had a a much better time. I'm sorry if it wasn't um, the greatest. Now, girls are going to hear. Oh my God, she's saying I'm sorry. That's the worst thing you can do. No, because you want to show him that you get it and that you are not that and you're not cold and you want to pay deference to the fact that, you know, he took you out and you made him feel not so great. You can add in, you know, I was in bed all day yesterday with it, um, uh, just came up for air, just wanted you to know it. You don't even have to say... Um, would love to get together again or anything. You can just say, I just wanted you to know that. And if not for that headache, I would have had a lovely time.
3: What if I just kept it really simple and like I just said, thank you again, John. I had a really nice time with you on Saturday night. So he knows I'm not like a total shithole. Right. Now,
2: the reason I didn't do that, I'll I'll tell you why, is because then you're not showing him Anything of why you behaved the way you did. And he just, I would think, that's weird. She's weird. She, mm-hmm. she calls me like, that I'm, I'm weird. My hobbies are weird. I want to send her a, a songs and she slams the door in my face. Um, and then she saying she has a good time. This is the other thing that happens with rules girls a lot. They just confuse men. They confuse the hell out of them. Got it. She's a person. If you treated your girlfriend like that, what would you do? You would you would say something, right? Yeah. You would offer an explanation. What you're doing is just is just weird. If it was really the time ta- what I'm hearing that you told him or the way you acted. She had a good time. Wow. Okay. Now, he may follow up with you, but I don't think you have the best chance of that. And it doesn't show your softness, your vulnerability, that you have the ability to know when you're not acting appropriately and when you do. And that, to a man, is golden.
3: Okay, maybe we're getting in the weeds, but what if I said, thank you, John, I had a really nice time with you on Saturday night, I wasn't feeling that great on Saturday and you cheered me up.
2: What does he see that you were cheery? (laughs) Doesn't make sense. (laughs) You're laughing because it doesn't make sense. See, you want to stick to some rules, thing so that he does the, you think it's pursuing. Don't say the thing about getting together. Then just say, I just wanted you to know. And if not for the headache I would have, you know, it would have it would have gone a lot differently probably and and uh you know, I'm sorry if I didn't if it wasn't the the most fun fun first meeting you've ever had and you could put lots of laughs or something like that. You want to make it casual but you're a person. Not a rules robot. Got it. I get it. It, it doesn't make sense. If you say you cheered me up how at the end of the night did he see you were better than you were in the beginning? Right. Right. Doesn't make sense. And, and this is, um, and for those girls who've had trouble with the rules, and I would dare say, if you've had three to five dates or anything close to that for any number of years or meetings, and you are not married, there is something going on. And, Jessica, you're identifying it, which is fantastic. And give yourself kudos for that.
3: Oh, this is a mess. I've been working for so long. I just feel like I just feel very disappointed in myself, like I've been Uh, wasting time. No, no, you
2: haven't. There's no wasted time. You know why? Because if you didn't go through this, everything's meant to be. If you didn't go through this, you wouldn't be where you are with it. (sighs) Correct? Yeah. 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 And when we know better, we do better. And you're discovering something that anything black and white, in other words, what you did prior to the rules, and boy, was I this person, was certainly in in my book that I did, was everything wrong, quote unquote. But I was married for 11 years. I had long-term relationships, both good and bad, whatever. There are millions of women out there who don't know anything about the rules and have gotten married and sustained those marriages. Right? In other words, there's no one way that is absolutely the way. If it were the only way people could get married, it would. everyone would be doing it, correct? Correct. And there would be no other people, the people who didn't do it, if it were black and white, the people who didn't do it would never be married or never have a a solid, long-term, lifelong relationship. Correct. Right? It's not true. Yeah. So you're finding... That black and white, all or nothing, does not work for you. It's finding that middle that does. I know the sigh is like, oh, my God, right? (laughs) It's like I've been working
3: so hard to do everything perfectly, and then I'm just realizing that I haven't
2: been doing it perfectly. Okay, but that's great because you're realizing okay something needs to be tweaked, but not everything is thrown out. Yeah, tweaked. Yeah. You didn't spend all that time um, not learning along the way. We want to take what works and what doesn't yeah. under the gu- under the umbrella of what makes sense, right? Yeah. What makes sense. And I'm giving you my perspective. If you want to send those things, um, you could also do this. If th- if that kind of fix doesn't work for you, here's another one that could. You don't have to do any of that, um, what we talked about with the text. Here's another text for you. On Sunday this coming week, Tuesday, Tuesday evening after work, something like that. I don't know if he mentioned a particular song or artist or something yeah, that he was going to send you.
3: Or- he mentioned an artist or- he was going to send me. Um, he played one of the songs, and I remember the song on the way back.
2: Perfect. So you text. Hey, I was just thinking about it. Would love to hear, say, the artist's name or the song. And that's your in. Wait, I would love to hear. So why don't I just like, play it Because he was going to send it to you,
3: right? Oh. Wasn't he going to send it he to you? Send me the name of the artist in case I forgot the name, but I actually remember hey,
2: perfect. the name. Okay, so perfect. You say, hey, hey, John, um, was just um, driving home and listening to some tunes. Would love to know the name of that artist you mentioned or that artist who, who did that song I, I really liked.
3: Something uh-huh. like that where he knows what, you. When could I text him that? When When is the earliest I can text him? Um,
2: that would be like... Um, I would say you don't want to kind of show your hand in that way. If you're not going to say, if you're not going to recognize um, how you were, um, you can send that on um, like Tuesday evening after work would be cool because you're maybe you're driving home or, um, you know, whatever, something like that that makes sense. Um, The reason I don't think that's the best fix is because it's not, you showing him that you know your that you get that your actions, words and behaviors were not very friendly or in some ways even kind or whatever and you're sh- and you're telling him the why yeah because that's self-knowledge, that recognizing um men who are at a place where they're looking for that someone to be their life partner, and we don't know whether he's just a consumer or he could potentially be a buyer
3: yeah
2: um that that's showing him, oh this that's special. Men don't get that much at all, yeah. And that shows him this is somebody who gets it. This is somebody special. This is somebody worthy of my um, taking out again and giving a second shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the asking for the song is just another selfish act, it could be in his mind. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want something. Men are used to you know women to to some degree, wanting things from them, or that that's their perception. Oh, she just wants me for my ability to take her out. She just wants me for my you know whatever money, um, huh. what I do for her. right? Men are people yeah. too, and they want to be wanted for for who they are. I I know that you
3: have, um, a couple of programs for people. Do you ever, can you ever work with people? Like I have another guy I want to fix from last week. That was really great. And, um, like instead of going through the entire program, since I kind of know the basics of, you know, dating and like waiting for Saturday and stuff like that. Like, could I work with you on an individual basis, like for certain, like certain scenarios, like the other guy I want to fix from last week? And stuff well,
2: that's like what that. the program. That's what the program is, and, and I'm glad you asked that question because what happens is it's it's along the way. um, what I have found with all of my clients, they come to me in exactly the, the, in, in some form the way you're coming to me, which is I know what I know and I only need this, right? And I just want to fix something from the past or, and that these, the program allows a much more comprehensive, there is a weekly call. There is an online portion of the program that um, you get all of those questions answered. And it's it's the actual course and program that sets you up for success. And all of those things that you're talking about, it could be a guy from a year ago. In addition, it could be the guy from last week. It can be all of it, right? Because... Uh, You don't know that when you quote unquote fix it, like for example, with this one, you might get this on track and you start dating him and you realize, "Eh, I'm not really that interested. Right. Yeah. Concurrently, you want to be, yes, the guy from last week and yes, the guy from a year ago and yes to all to see who is going to really be the best fit. And it's the practice. It's the consistency. It's the ability to be in a set um, program with others who are going through the same thing because there's subjective learning, which is um, the learning we do when we are um, studying ourselves, right? Then there's the objective learning where we watch others and hear others doing like That's the whole reason of this podcast, correct? Women listen and they recognize what's happening for them, right?
3: How can I get get the details, like the cost and what, you know, the calls
2: and the, you know, the portions and the details about, yeah. Sure. We can talk about that that, um, certainly um, off the podcast. And for anyone who wants to do that, you can connect with me at whywon'thecommit.com willhecommit.com, makehimwonder.com. Um, you can go um, and take the either online dating test, if you are thinking about online or doing online, you can take that at um, willhecommit.com. Um, and then you can take a uh, another test if you're in a relationship and you want to know whether or not your man is, ready, willing, and able to commit and take that there. And um, I will speak with anyone who is interested in talking about the program and, and at any time, um, because that's, I believe that this is what women deserve. Success in relationships and tweaking these little things make an enormous difference. And in the past four months, um, I have gotten two um, engagements and proposals with women who had one and a half feet out the door and were going to leave their relationships. And with a little tweak, in the right way, they are now happily engaged and one will be married, you know, by the end of this month. It is It's so easy when you have a a partner and a guide um, helping you along the way. And I stand in that belief that every woman deserves that. And every man wants their woman to know this stuff so that they can get committed relationships because good men also want it. So, Jessica, you and I will talk about that um, after we're done here today. And for everyone else, um, you know, if you like these talks and you get value from it, please share and subscribe so we can get the word out to, to many women and make this whole journey um, much easier for the, the love that's in the world and that is with Women starts here, and we spread it, and we can spread it in a much easier fashion by doing it this way. So thank you for joining us today. And, Jessica, stay on, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. And for everyone else, um,
1: please share, subscribe, and catch us next time. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at MakeHimWonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you. Thanks for listening to Make Him Wonder.